0: and welcome to another edition of play me or fade me and thank you for joining us as always well a losing day on thursday never enjoyed those but all good things must come to an end and the winning streak ended at 3 for me but right now i feel like a golfer on amen corner at the masters i just want to get through this stretch without putting up a really really bad number because i didn't like the card on thursday i don't like the card on friday And then when the first five numbers finally got posted at 1045 Central on Thursday night, I maneuvered a few games on my card because I didn't like the price. I was going to handicap it in the dark, so at least I have numbers now, but they're just not what I wanted them to be. Enough whining. Let's recap the losing card for Thursday. I cash on the Reds over the two and a half. I cash on the Phillies over the one and a half. So that angle worked out for me. Got to cash both of those plays. Unfortunately for me, the unders did not work out. I had regret right away. Why did I bet against the Tampa Bay Rays, the hottest team in baseball? Well, I ended up one out away from victory. I had 14 outs. I just couldn't get that 15th to be able to cash the ticket. The Rays explode in the bottom of the fifth with two down and they blow the doors open and I lose the ticket. The final game I eliminated on my card though, adding insult to injury, I was gonna play the Minnesota Twins over the one and a half in the first five. Yeah, they scored nine runs in the first inning against the Yankees. Could have been a winner, but I messed it up. Then I had the Detroit Tigers for the third consecutive day under the one and a half in the first five. And Chris Bassett's splits did not deserve to be at one and a half. He's not the elite pitcher. The number should have been at two and a half had they been against a better offense. But Detroit's offense scores three per game, so one and a half kind of made sense. Well, Bassett went into the fifth, only giving up one run, walks the leadoff guy. When you know, he'll come around and score. He does, and I lose the ticket. And unfortunately, you backed that one on Twitter. Thank you for the votes, but we didn't get the winner. So for the day, I lose $21. I'll take it though. That's a survive an advance day. I didn't lose a terrible amount because it could have been an 0-4 day, but instead the handicap goes 2-2. Two and two. Same for Friday. I'm not a fan of the numbers, but here we go. We start with the Phillies at the Reds yet again. It's Connor Overton going for the Reds tonight. A 10.13 ERA, a 2.25 whip. Last time out was against these very same Phillies. He went four innings, giving up four runs, six hits, three walks, and he allowed a homer. He has a career 4.31 ERA at the big league level over just 56 and a third innings. He has a career 3.98 ERA, At the minor league level, over 212 and two-thirds innings. So Overton is a good baseball story. He got cut twice as a minor leaguer. He played independent league baseball. He's been a part of six different major league baseball organizations so far. But with the back-to-back start situation, facing the Phillies in back-to-back games, plus the Great America ballpark factor, I gotta go with the over. So I'm gonna take the fighting Phillies over the two and a half in the first five at a minus 135, heavily weighted there. I didn't think it would be that bad. Play number two here is the Guardians at the Nationals. It's Cal Quantrill going for the Guardians. He's looking to bounce back from a couple subpar starts against the Mariners. Four and two thirds innings, five runs, and five innings and three runs. So he has a 6.52 ERA with the Mariners hitting 341 against him. Last year, Quantrill had 15 wins, a 3.38 ERA, and a batting average against of just 254. So the Nationals currently rank 26th in runs scored. Only two players on the Nationals rosters roster have faced Quantrill in the past. They're one for 10 combined. This should be a favorable matchup for the righty to right the ship. So I'm gonna take the Washington Nationals under the two and a half at a minus 150. When you wake up tomorrow morning, that number could be at one and a half getting plus money, I would still play it at the one and a half. I was actually expecting one and a half with plus money, but I'll play the two and a half right now, minus the 150. Game number three on my card, it's the Baltimore Orioles at the Chicago White Sox. It's Baltimore. I should just play the O's to the over, but I'm not. It's Tyler Wells getting the call for Baltimore. The Oriole bullpen could use a good start tonight after giving up 23 runs over the last three games against Oakland. Oakland. Wells has deserved better so far this year. He has an 0-1 record, a 3.27 ERA, and a 0.55 whip. Yes, you heard that correct, a 0.55 whip. His first start, he went five innings, giving up no runs, no hits, and no walks at Texas. I like box scores like that. His second start, well, not so good. He lasted six innings, giving up four runs to the Yankees, plus a pair of long balls in that game. Wells made 23 starts last year, had a 4.25 ERA, a 1.14 whip, a solid 3.81 ERA on the road a season ago, a career 2.83 ERA with a 1.05 whip in the minors, over 258 innings, so he has good control. The White Sox have struggled a bit over the last four offensively, but Wells and that whip have my attention so I'm gonna play the White Sox under the two and a half in the first five at a minus 140. Then the final game of the card for you, it is the Los Angeles Angels at the Boston Red Sox. It's Tanner Houck looking to up his mark to three and zero for the Red Sox this season. He has a 4.50 ERA, a 1.10 whip, five innings, three runs against Baltimore in his first start, five innings, two runs at Detroit in his second start. So only 22 career starts for Hawk He has a lifetime 3.12 ERA, over 156 innings at the major league level. Small sample size here at home last year, but he had a 4.45 ERA over just 30 and a third innings. Two appearances against the Angels in 2022. He lasted four and a third innings, giving up seven runs. So not good there. A career 4.17 ERA at the minor league level, over 270 innings. The Angels are averaging 5.42 runs per game, but only managed to score nine runs over their last three against Washington. Fenway Park is a hitter-friendly park. With Trout and Ohtani in the lineup, I'll roll the dice and get some plus money on the card. So give me the Angels over the two and a half runs of the first five at a plus 105. So let's recap your card for a Friday. Not one of my favorites, but here we go. We're on the Philadelphia Phillies over the two and a half runs in the first five at a minus 135. We're on the Washington Nationals under the two and a half runs in the first five at a minus 150. I'm on the Chicago White Sox under the two and a half runs in the first five, heavily weighted at a minus 140. And I'm on the Los Angeles Angels over the two and a half runs in the first five at a plus 105. So that's your card for Friday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck everyone. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office, more than once actually. Do I have to say? Yes you do.